Therapy Chat Podcast, Episode 84. This is the Therapy Chat Podcast with Laura Reagan, LCSWC. The information shared in this podcast is not a substitute for seeking help from a licensed mental health professional. And now, here's your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. Try Therapy Notes, the number one rated electronic health record system available today. With live telephone support seven days a week, it's clear why Therapy Notes is rated 4.9 out of 5 stars on Trustpilot and has a 5-star rating on Google. Therapy Notes makes billing, scheduling, note-taking, and telehealth incredibly easy. And now, for all you prescribers out there, Therapy Notes is proudly introducing ePrescribe. Try it today with no strings attached and see why everyone is switching to Therapy Notes, now featuring ePrescribe. You can get two months free by using promo code CHAT at therapynotes.com. Trauma Therapist Network is a website to learn about trauma and how it shows up in our lives and to find a trauma therapist. Go to traumatherapistnetwork.com to find a trauma therapist near you today. Are you going through menopause or perimenopause? It can be a struggle to find comfort in your body with night sweats, hot flashes, and so many other uncomfortable symptoms. Hormone Harmony is a supplement for women going through perimenopause, menopause, or postmenopause created by Happy Mammoth. They are dedicated to making women's lives easier using only science-backed ingredients that have been proven to work for women. Hormone Harmony contains science-backed herbal extracts called adaptogens. They help the body adapt to any stressors like chaotic hormonal changes that happen naturally throughout women's lives. So hormone harmony isn't just for menopause. Any woman with symptoms of hormonal imbalances can take it, but it's perfect for those horrible menopause symptoms that put a woman's life on hold. Hot flashes and night sweats, racing thoughts and low moods, poor sleep and feeling tired all the time. For a limited time, you can get 15% off on your entire first order at happymammoth.com. Just use the code CHAT at checkout. That's happymammoth.com and use the code CHAT for 15% off today. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. Today I'm presenting to you a bonus episode specifically because Mother's Day is coming up. This is actually an episode I recorded last year. And if you've been listening all the way since the beginning, this was episode 31. I wanted to present this episode to you because I work with people who have experienced childhoods that were not quite so perfect. And I know that there is really no such thing as a perfect childhood, a perfect family, perfect parents, or perfect children. None of us is perfect. And that's okay. We don't have to be. I mean, really, we're perfect just as we are. 
but we're striving for these unattainable perceptions that we never make a mistake or we never fall, we never fail. We always do everything right. No one ever feels that they need to judge what we've done. And of course, that is not possible because we're human and humans are always growing and learning and making mistakes. And we learn from our mistakes and we try to do better. But when you did not get your needs met during childhood, it can affect you for your whole life. And so that's one of the things that I talk about in this episode, as well as some of the other reasons why people may find that Mother's Day brings up all kinds of very unpleasant emotions. And it could be as simple as just feeling down as Mother's Day approaches, or actually becoming really upset when you see commercials and hear people talking about the beautiful brunch that they had with their moms for Mother's Day, and maybe your mom's not here, or you and your mom don't have a close relationship, you're very angry at your mom because of things that may have happened. Social media gives us a lot of images of people living their very perfect, wonderful lives that remind us of just how imperfect our lives are. And we all know that people only put on social media what they want you to see. I mean, I don't put on social media when I'm not having a great day. Do you? Most people don't. It's human nature. We're trying to portray ourselves as being happy, having fun, trying to appreciate the good things in our lives and let other people know how much we appreciate the good things in our lives. But it can come across as everyone else is happy and having fun They have wonderful families, and I don't. So if any of this feels like your experience, then this episode's for you. I hope that you will take away some strategies that you can use to help yourself if Mother's Day is a hard time for you and to address your feelings because you're not alone. After this episode, I'll talk a little bit about some ways that I can help if you are in the greater Baltimore area and you're looking for therapy for these feelings. Hi, welcome back to Therapy Chat. Today, we're going to talk about a subject that might sound a little different, but it's about Mother's Day. And this isn't your typical Mother's Day discussion. Some of us hate Mother's Day. There are a lot of possible reasons why people don't like Mother's Day. In fact, it can be really stressful, in particular for anyone who's experienced childhood emotional neglect or anyone who was physically or sexually abused in childhood. Mother's Day is often extra tough for us if we have that history. And if you don't know what I'm talking about when I say childhood emotional neglect, please listen to podcast episode number 25, which is my interview with Dr. Janice Webb, the author of Running on Empty, Overcome Your Childhood Emotional Neglect. She talks about what childhood emotional neglect is, how it affects us, and how most of the time those of us who have experienced it don't even know why we feel the way we do. There are some other reasons why a lot of us don't like Mother's Day, 
And I'll go into those as well in this episode. So if you're someone who hates Mother's Day, know you're not alone. Sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to my thoughts on why Mother's Day can be really hard for some people. As another Mother's Day approaches, you may be feeling a little less than enthusiastic about the big day. No need to feel guilty if it doesn't feel joyful to you because you're not alone. Most of my clients and a good number of my friends share that they have mixed feelings about Mother's Day too. This episode is for all of you out there who hate the second Sunday in May for whatever reason, and there can be lots of good reasons. There are so many reasons why people find negative emotions coming up near Mother's Day. I'm going to tell you about some that I hear about frequently in my therapy practice, along with a few suggestions for dealing with these feelings. So here are four reasons why people say they hate Mother's Day. Number one, I often hear, I hate Mother's Day because my mom's not here. Mother's Day reminds me how much I miss her and makes me wish I could tell her one more time how much I love her. Now, maybe you were close with your mom and she passed away. Or maybe you weren't as close as you wanted to be and her death left a lot of unresolved feelings about the relationship. So you might feel the loss even more acutely on Mother's Day, even if her death was a long time ago. Maybe you were adopted and you want to connect with your birth mother. The marketing of Mother's Day means you see and hear commercials which tug at your heartstrings. Be gentle with yourself knowing that you are sad about her loss. Allow yourself to feel your feelings on this tough day. Ask yourself what you can do in remembrance or to honor her. Think about what would make you feel nurtured and do that, whether it's lying on the sofa wrapped in a cozy blanket watching Steel Magnolias or Terms of Endearment or your favorite tearjerker movie, or maybe it's going roller skating with your best friend, cuddling with a puppy or kitten at the local animal shelter, yoga class, meditation. Maybe your most special friends or family are not nearby. Can you call, video chat, or text them? I'm sure you know what makes you feel loved and taken care of. So do that. Reason number two why people say they hate Mother's Day. I often hear, Mother's Day is hard for me because I've always wanted to be a mom and I'm dealing with infertility. Infertility can feel very isolating, especially if your friends and family members are getting pregnant and having babies and you've miscarried or had trouble conceiving. Even if you've made the decision not to have children or you've delivered a baby or adopted after experiencing infertility or pregnancy loss, Mother's Day can stir up a lot of mixed feelings. Many people say they feel no one understands what they're going through. It's almost like a shameful secret. It doesn't have to be that way. So how can you nurture yourself? It might be helpful to spend this day doing something that feels comforting to you. Don't worry about what other people are posting on social media. Honor your own experience in a way that feels right to you. That might mean staying off of social media. Are you part of a support group, either in person or online? If not, would you like to find one? The National Infertility Association has a list of helplines and support groups, as well as a number of other resources on its website. Through the Heart is another website that has ideas for coping. I'll put links to those both in the show notes. Now, for reason number three that people often say that they have a tough time on Mother's Day, This one is for those of you who have experienced childhood emotional neglect or physical or sexual abuse, even if your mom was not the perpetrator. People say, I feel sad seeing everyone's Facebook posts saying they love their mom so much, and my mom was never there for me emotionally when I was a child. We still don't have a good relationship, and I'm mad at her for not taking better care of me. 
So this is one I really hear a lot because I specialize in working with people who've experienced some kind of abuse or neglect in childhood. Many of my clients find Mother's Day triggers their trauma symptoms. Our culture places such importance on the mother role. In fact, I think mothers are put on a pedestal that is completely unrealistic. Many people who are disappointed in their relationships with their moms also feel guilty about having those feelings. And feeling as if you were not the child that your mom wanted you to be can bring up a lot of shame. As Brene Brown says, shame is the intensely painful feeling that you are somehow unworthy of love and belonging. That's a paraphrase. However you feel about your mom is okay. There's no shame in not having the relationship that you wish for. And you don't have to pretend your relationship with your mom is different from how it truly is just because of Mother's Day. So this is a good time to do what makes you feel special. If you have a partner, letting that person know this is a tough day for you and asking for extra support can be helpful. You can nurture yourself even if you were not nurtured as a child. And if you need extra support with this, therapy can be helpful. Some of the suggestions that I mentioned earlier fit this situation too. Nurturing yourself is always a good idea when you're feeling alone, isolated, left out, unwanted. Okay, and the fourth reason that I often hear why some people really have a hard time on Mother's Day is, I'm a single mother and no one supports me on Mother's Day or any other time of the year. Mother's Day might feel like just any other day if you have little kids and no partner to make sure that you are celebrated on this day. I'll add, it might be just like any other day with an extra dose of resentment about feeling overworked and unappreciated. Once again, I recommend you try to do what you can to take care of you. Your kids will understand everything you do for them when they're older, but for now, they don't get it. Developmentally, they're not going to understand. So they can't be the ones to make you feel special. I mean, you know, if you're lucky, they'll make something for you or celebrate you in some way, but they're still kids. They're still going to act the way kids act on every day. So reaching out to a friend who is also a single mom could be helpful. Maybe it would feel nice for you and your kids to get together with a mom friend and her kids. While the kids play, you can provide one another with moral support. Or maybe you can all take your kids to the park so they can play while you both get a chance to chat and just connect. Or do you have any family or friends who would be willing to watch the kids so you can do something that makes you feel special on Mother's Day? And here are a few other things that might help. So I have some other recommendations that might make Mother's Day easier for you. First, it could be wise to avoid social media on Mother's Day. Like I said, people post images on Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and Instagram and probably some other social media sites that I'm not thinking of that make it seem as if they have the perfect lives, they are the perfect mothers, they have the perfect relationship with their mothers. And I'm happy for everyone who that is true for. However, it can be hard to see those images and feel as if you're the only one who's struggling on this day. So there's no reason that you have to subject yourself to that. Like Valentine's Day, Mother's Day is a notorious day to catch a bad case of comparisonitis when you see what your friends on social media are posting. Perfect family photos, flowers, many photos of the fabulous brunches that someone's wonderful spouse or kids treated them to on Mother's Day. 
I'm not taking anything away from your friends and the wonderful Mother's Day experience they want to share on social media. But if you know this is going to be tough for you, just don't look. Sunday and Monday, Mother's Day and the day after are going to be a lot about Mother's Day. So keeping that in mind will be helpful. Another recommendation I have is to try a little tenderness, as Otis Redding said. (laughs) You can give yourself nurturing, like I've mentioned already several times in this episode. One way you can do that is by trying a loving kindness meditation. So this is just the simplest loving kindness meditation. You begin sitting on a chair or meditation cushion with your feet on the floor or legs crossed. Sit up tall and breathe deeply for three inhales and three exhales. Bring your awareness to your heart and try to recall loving feelings from someone who made you feel nurtured. While connecting to that nurturing feeling, slowly repeat these words. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be kind to myself. May I be free from suffering. May I be safe. May I be happy. May I be kind to myself. May I be free from suffering. As you repeat these words, notice what feelings arise. You may feel the loving kindness spread over your body. You may also notice that sadness or anger are felt. Do not try to push these feelings away, but just notice them. If you can allow yourself to feel them, you might find that they pass. Continue taking deep breaths in and out and just notice how you feel. There's no right or wrong way to feel. This simple practice can be done for a minute or two or for longer if you wish. It is up to you. So again, the words are, may I be safe? May I be happy? May I be kind to myself? May I be free of suffering? This is the most basic loving kindness meditation. It's called Metta, M-E-T-T-A. I hope this meditation will offer some comfort, even if you hate Mother's Day. If you need a little more guidance, I have two free downloads on my website. One of them is a longer loving kindness meditation, and you can find them on my website under mindfulness. So I hope you found this episode of Therapy Chat to be helpful. I know that the effects of the loss of having your needs met in childhood and lack of connection in your relationships can be very painful and therapy can definitely help. Please know that you're not alone and please be gentle with yourself on Mother's Day if it's a hard day for you. Again, you can check out that free guided meditation on my website at www.lauraraganlcswc.com slash mindfulness. Thanks so much for listening. Therapist, we've all had that moment. You wake up in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh, did I do my notes? Well, you don't have to worry about that anymore when you use therapy notes. Therapy notes makes it easy to write your notes, get them done quickly, but thoroughly. My group practice has used therapy notes for six years and everyone always finds it easy to use. But the best thing is if you do need help, you can call their customer service number and a person answers the phone. And anytime I've ever had to use it, which is maybe three times in the past six years, my issue has been resolved easily with a cheerful demeanor in 15 minutes or less. 
So I highly recommend Therapy Notes. And don't forget, go to therapynotes.com and use promo code chat to get two free months. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is the EMDR therapy training brainchild of Dr. Jamie Marich, a clinician and author who's on a mission to confront stigma around mental health, trauma, and dissociation. The Institute, informed by Jamie's work, teaches a somatic, expressive, bottom-up approach to EMDR therapy that does not treat dissociation like a dirty word. ICM empowers their students to navigate dissociation as a normal response to trauma and stress when it shows up. Dr. Jamie Marich is out and proud on various levels about her own recovery and is a strong believer in the healing capacities of EMDR therapy and helping our clients to heal from the impact of trauma. I and two of my team members have been trained by the Institute for Creative Mindfulness directly with Jamie, and I was impressed with how dissociation really was treated as just a normal aspect of trauma therapy work, which it is. Both Jamie and the consultants were matter of fact about if and when dissociation arises, it's okay, it's normal, and here's how you can help the client in that situation. The Institute for Creative Mindfulness is offering a coupon code to save 15% off any program offered by ICM. This includes their EMDR therapy basic training programs and a wide variety of their home study, advanced topics, and other CE offerings. Go to instituteforcreativemindfulness.com and use promo code 15 for listeners. There's a link in the show notes. You can copy the promo code and use the link right there in the show notes to make it easy. We all know that small actions can make a big difference in our lives. I know for me, I can be in a terrible mood, go out somewhere and see a stranger, make eye contact and just smile at them and find suddenly I feel good. Whether it's practicing mindfulness a few minutes each day, movement practices, small actions can have big benefits, like how taking care of your gut can support whole body health. Seeds DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic benefits your gut, skin, and heart health in just two little capsules a day. Your body is an ecosystem and great health starts in the gut. Your gut is a central hub for various pathways through the body and a healthy gut microbiome means benefits for digestion, skin health, heart health, our immune systems, and more. Trust your gut with Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic. Go to seed.com living and use code 25living to get 25% off your first month. That's 25% off your first month of Seed's DSO-1 Daily Symbiotic at seed.com living, code 25living. Thanks for listening to my episode on why Mother's Day can be hard for people and what you can do about it. In addition to the resources that I mentioned in the episode, I have a new guided visualization meditation on my website, which is called Nurturing Voice. And if you are in need of some comfort, it can be a really nice way to help you feel relaxed and connect with that nurturing part of yourself so you can have your emotional needs met, even if they weren't when you were younger. And if your needs are more than what guided meditation can help you with, you can contact me if you are in the Baltimore area to talk about how we might work together in therapy. And also, if childhood emotional neglect is affecting you, 
You can go to Dr. Janice, J-O-N-I-C-E, Webb, W-E-B-B, dot com. She's the author, as I mentioned, of Running on Empty, and her whole website is focused on childhood emotional neglect, and you can take a quiz to find out if you're affected. You can access her book there. You read the many, many, many articles she has written on this subject, and find a list of therapists who help with this problem. Maybe there will be one near you. As always, thank you for listening to Therapy Chat, and I'll talk to you soon because my next episode will be coming out tomorrow, actually. Tomorrow evening, you'll hear my interview with Mercedes Samudio about her work in shame-proof parenting. Thank you for listening to Therapy Chat with your host, Laura Reagan, LCSWC. For more information, please visit therapychatpodcast.com.